Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. On today's podcast, we begin our discussion of the film She-Devil with special guest Michelle Pokopek by delivering to you one of our mini episodes that we like to call Lady Bits. So here's a little taste of next week's full-length episode on, uh, I, I hesitate to call it a classic, it is a film. Um, it is from the 1980s. It stars Meryl Streep and Roseanne Barr. Uh, so here's uh, a little te- a little taste of next week's episode on She Devil. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones, and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. I love Meryl Streep. I think she's a national treasure. She's an incredible yeah. actress. I she delights me. She and I and I used to say that there was no I've never even if a movie is bad, I've always said if even if a movie is bad and that Meryl Streep is in, she's always great in it. Is this Meryl Streep's worst worst performance? Oh, probably. Ever? Probably. Uh I mean I haven't seen all of her movies, but right. she has been in a few 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 other terrible films and I thought she Mamma Mia well. was pretty bad. I will give you that. Mamma Mia was pretty bad. Um, I, I personally, like the first time we saw it, it was definitely over the top. But then I watched it again and I noticed a lot of things that she did. A lot of acting choices that were like really like excellent for this character that were like, yeah, I would for this o- like over the top character. She really worked the ca- camera angles and the physicality of everything and the her tone of voice. And like it was over the top, but I think it was like expertly done. And again, I, it may be just this movie doesn't know what tone it is. Uh, and the director the didn't problem. know how to balance all of the different types of performances that are happening in this movie. Yeah. But I think that's the beauty of it. It's such a disaster. <sighs> it's such it's a disaster. It's just like a chaotic mess. Oh, and every single actor is in their own different film. Oh, right. And the yes. director yes. is well in their own yes. little world. And it was just, it was a thing it's of beauty. It's a marvel of terrible it's filmmaking mar- is yes. what it is. It's a marvel so of terrible it's filmmaking. So great. It was so good. They should on the box tagline um my here's my thing what i love about meryl streep is that she no matter what role she's playing no matter how like even when she's playing julia child who is this larger than life personality yeah. i've seen a lot of meryl streep movies and I'm, i don't claim to be an expert i'm not you know i know mm-hmm. the the podcasters who do the what about meryl podcast yeah, are far yeah. more expert than i am but what i love about meryl's no matter what character she's playing she's always very effortless like she makes acting look like it's not a job and i feel like i see her working so fucking hard in this movie and that's why Ah, i don't think this is a great performance from her which is very surprising um it's like i feel like there must have been something to do with the direction there because even though you said no 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 one tells meryl what to do i mean i I think that (laughs) i think that she probably does get direction and she probably got bad direction yeah i mean mm. i would if something went awry there because it's, it's so like theatrical happened. you know what i mean and oh, i think God. that's what bothered me too is like you're a little bit too big right now for the screen mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. i like, uh, totally. I, like let me put it this way i feel like uh, there was something that every character did that i felt that wasn't your choice i agree um okay so when we get to mary's place we meet 
my who my actual favorite character in this movie. Oh my god, my Garcia. Fucking Garcia. Oh my god, he's so great. I want more oh. Garcia. His chest is bared, his Oh my god, the nipple. Nipple is out. He's holding god. the poodle. Oh my god, the know, nipple. But then he just drops the poodle for no reason. That poodle didn't do anything upset. to you. He's upset because he's, he's not gonna he's what not gonna get his little piece. He's not gonna get Mary's loving. Exactly. I'm sorry. Still he's, to me it's just like if you it, it's like dropping a baby. <laughs> Just like, how could you they, do that? They but land they on their of, feet. They're like cats. Exactly. So, so do babies, upsetting. actually. I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> so do babies. You can so just toss kidding. them around. They'll land kidding. on their feet. Um, Don't every, do that. By the way, everything is pink. Everything. Mary's house is pink. Mary's oh towels. Like everything. So I was so insulted because so pink is my favorite color. Oh, yeah. It was I a mean, rough I love room. pink, but it like enough is enough. Very insulted. Did you guys ever see that purple house that was going around? It was like a purple house for sale in Manchester, and it was literally like every square inch of it was purple, including all the furniture, and you could just buy it. I have a friend oh my God. that would probably love that, which is I wanted thing. it. It was so great. It was so pretty. Everything um, was just a royal purple. So <laughs> once they get into his room and she or she get they get into her room and uh, she offers him some cognac. So Bob is like flirting with her like an accountant, which I actually thought that some of this dialogue was quite funny. Yeah, the way he, he was, was like, like you've got a yeah. you've got a hell of a deduction here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's hell like, of a tax that? deduction. <laughs> As you could she deduct her airy oh, voice this. everywhere. I yeah. know. Oh my God. The way she's Rubs like the glass over her breast. I know. <laughs> it's like, she's working so hard. You guys. Yeah. And I then, see what and she's so she hard. Goes, like, what does she say? Like the actress, uh, I'm just banging away at my keyboard. And he like, he like looks to the side and like takes like a sip of his drink. Again, like, another of my yoy. favorite Ed Begley yeah. moments in this movie. <laughs> um, the way she's like, I only think about beautiful things. So that it'll come out of my heart. Yes, yes, I know. <laughs> She's just such an absurd character. So you guys, absurd. it's so great. I like love it. I like. And okay. if everybody was on her level of absurdity, she wouldn't stand Here's out the like thing. that. I think that why. Meryl does uh, like it doesn't bother me that she's like working so hard for this character. I feel like this character, if she was a person, would have to try that yes, hard. I agree to maintain yeah. that facade, and that's I think it why it facade. doesn't bother me is like because she is not a real person, and she is like faking this like romance novel of a life or, sure or maybe the thing is like the fact that she's so ungrounded compared to everyone because she doesn't live that yeah. conventional life like maybe that was the push from the director like you know you don't you don't know how much an average banana would be you know you don't worry yeah. about little stuff like that sure and if we saw her normalize a little bit by the end I, I, you know, I would have liked to see that. But you know, going against kind of growth, of going against kind. what I just said, though, she—it sounds like <laughs> she didn't myself. start from this high society, you know, yeah. position in life because her mother, right. you know, brings all her dirty laundry mm -hmm. out. Yeah, and so I would assume that when she was growing up as a young child, she was probably just the average. So maybe it's an act, middle, yeah, to yeah. compensate. Yeah, you're right. That's what I think. Yeah, and so she just flourished and, and drowned in all of her like. Over the top, beautiful, over the expensive things, and got lost in that. But I will uh, let me just let me just play devil's advocate again. Mm. We have the same character in Overboard, and that's true. And Goldie Hawn performs that same character with a like a lot more right. skill. I feel like uh, than Meryl does in this movie mm -hmm. because it's just like too much all yeah. the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, no, Goldie Hawn does a great job with it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love no, Meryl Streep. Right. I love her. No, like, you, you're I right fucking there. love her. I hope we get to do another movie on the show that she's in that is not She Devil. But it's like I was flummoxed at how much 
I was bothered by her performance in this I movie. I loved it so much. I, 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 I loved it. We get it. it. We get it. <laughs> <laughs> At least someone does. Um, so uh, they fuck. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Ruth Back is at home. Ruth's house. Right. Yeah. Ruth is at home reading Mary's what Mary's latest novel. And eating a night donut. When his love nectar was spent. I know. <laughs> the love uh, nectar, you guys. Gross. Oh, God. Just um, gross. I think those books are just gross. They are so fucking gross. How, like, when, uh, how, who uh, is turned on by love nectar? Like. Hillary is. I've never, like, <laughs> seen a guy come and been like, ooh, love nectar. I'm right? just mostly like, that looks sticky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Like, ooh. Ooh, somebody get a ooh. towel. Oh, God. Um, well, what is it? They mentioned that, you know, these books are so popular with the housewives. Yeah. Yes. So I guess like she's a- trying to, like, write them for this kind of group, which I yeah. still question, is this something that they like to hear, too? All right. Is that- On behalf of all housewives. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> uh, no uh so the don't are the donuts too much you guys because no. she's reading it she knows he's obviously having an affair right and she's eating a donut she has a box of dunkin donuts right next to her bedside is yeah. it too is it the, are the donuts like too much it feels like everything no. about her character is trying to be like look at this fat ugly here's the well, thing bleh. Maybe if she had the mole, I'd be okay with it. I have definitely like had a bad day and gone home and eaten like a four pack of Cadbury caramel eggs in my bed or something, you know, and just like sat there and just like shoved the whole thing in my mouth over and over again. I'm not going to lie. I've eaten cake in my bed. Right. Like this. I don't think this is in bed is great. Too much. Agreed. Yes. I feel like everything combined, though, and I feel like they made the choice to to have the donuts as like a fat joke as opposed to this is what you do when you're stressed. Right. I was oh, say, no, it's, it's for sure food. a fat joke. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But she, that's this movie. That's what this movie and this character mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just one long fat joke. Well, and uh, shrill housewife yeah. joke and yeah. mole joke and needy mistress joke. I mean, there's yeah. a whole bunch, but I mean, that's the, the movie that we're in. You yeah. know, that's the world. That well, we're it's in. funny because she, so I remember the sweets or donuts thing coming up at least three times. So that moment that we just mentioned, and then she eats one again when she burnt, burns down the house and she's about to figure out what she's about to do. And, um, before she picks up the name Rose, mm-hmm. she's eating another sweet or another yeah. donut. Mm-hmm. So it's like a comfort food, like her de-stressing and trying to think things out and it's her way of like kind of opening up mm-hmm. to other things coming into her life, hence the rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other time she oh eats my, the whoa. sweet. Uh, you just said the most intelligent thing I've ever heard about this movie that I did not, that did yeah. not occur to me. You just dropped it in there. Hey. Just like all sneaky like. Because, <laughs> you know, the third time that I notice it is when she has that box of donuts when she's at the uh, retirement place. Well, I'm talking yeah. about this rose thing, about her opening up like a rose. Oh, oh, oh yes. Yeah. That thing that you just said. Because they say in the commercial, um, bloom with us or whatever. Right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. gosh that's yes, why it's so a rose, smart. you guys. I need to eat more donuts. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying, like, if here's again, it's a directing thing. The box of donuts is sitting here. They've got a fucking special on it. Yeah. What wouldn't it would it have been funnier if she put the book down side, opened up the nightstand and pulled a donut out of the nightstand? Yeah, but they that's probably funnier, right. Oh, it's definitely funnier than but a box of donuts. They probably on the had nightstand. to have the box there because Dunkin Donuts probably sponsored this film. <laughs> But you didn't see the logo. That just looks like the box. To oh, me. really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. No, no logo. Oh, well, then it was pointless and that no was a poor choice. Exactly. Um, 
I'm not advocating fat jokes. I'm just saying. No, but I still think she needs to be is. eating a donut. I think she needs to be eating a donut. Maybe she didn't want to hide it anymore because she knew he wasn't coming home. So yeah. she was like, well, She's fuck like, it. Fuck I don't get the it. sense I mean, that she hides box. donuts. She doesn't seem like yeah. a, a donut hiding type. I mean, she seems to have them out in public. Okay, before we get... So we need to talk about dinner. Before we get to dinner, though, I really want to talk about this sex scene between Meryl Streep and... Oh, the one oh, where they're like rolling, rolling around on the bed. The barrel roll. <laughs> oh, my God. It made me squirm so hard, you guys. That's not like, <laughs> so that's not how fun. That doesn't like even if I was with the hottest guy on earth, I would not want to roll around like that. That's like, not that how you guys do it. I think it was like the fun. sounds they were making. They were like, <laughs> 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 is, that, is that different from from everyone else's experience? Oh, hell. <laughs> is it? Oh, OK. Well, <laughs> Sorry. I'll just just be quiet and rethink all my choices. And this Um, is a scene where she like begs him to stay. She also says that she also kind of insinuates that she wishes she had children, I feel like. And I can't tell Mm. if that's a line or a thing she really says, but she says it a number of times. Yeah. Yeah. Like when she's first being dropped off, like, oh, look at all these happy families. Mm -hmm. And so... And to like she's blessed with children or something. And I have, my life is so empty. I just feel yeah. like that's a line, though. To me, like, I kind of wrote it off because it sounded like something yeah. like, oh, he wants to hear this. Like, he wants but to hear that I'm a nurturer. Do men who want to have mistresses, like, get turned on by women who want more children? You're right. Mm. You're right. <laughs> that's not sexy. Um, Which then mm-hmm. makes me think I might or was be jumping. Like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, may be jumping way too far ahead, but she mentions during the People's Magazine or whatever interview, her mom spills that she had a... Yeah, child. that's right. Mm-hmm. That's why she reflects. Yeah. Okay, so now if I get it. she had a child, if that was an actual thing, then why is she wanting that all of a sudden? I would think she might be filled wistful. with regret. Yeah, regretful, wondering maybe like what you know what it would have been yeah. like to keep to have be a mother. I think Just I honestly think she's being truthful in that those moments. That's fair. Yeah, I mean now that you guys say all these things, like yes, that's probably she has right. these two second cries and it's just like stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. And then we get an uncomfortable blowjob scene <laughs> where he's is talking while his eyes not, are rolling back in his head. Is there a is, scene that's not an uncomfortable blowjob scene? Like, have you ever, ever seen a blowjob and been like, that was a comfortable blowjob scene? I'm trying. I'm scrolling through my memory. I'm scrolling through my memory Like, books. even personal experience. Like, I really can't think of a single thing where it was just like, that was a great Is there a movie job. where Michael oh, I, Fassbender had, gets a blowjob? Because I feel like I would well, watch the Well, maybe the one in Moonlight wasn't that bad. Wait. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. That was very romantic, actually. It was very beautifully done. Their, okay. their little sex scene there. But that's probably the only one I can think of. And that was an Oscar-winning movie. That so. was an Oscar-winning blowjob. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. <laughs> also, it was not the main point of the movie. It was just yeah. beautifully done. It was a storytelling point. Um, different right movie, now, the only one. thing that's coming to mind is that scene from Carrie with John Travolta. And that one is also uncomfortable. So from no. Carrie? Um, from the movie Carrie, where uh, John Travolta gets a blowjob and she's like, I need you to kill kill Carrie White. Do you know? You remember oh, that? yes. Oh, my God. That's what? also. Un- <laughs> but that's a I've good scene. So long. It is a good. It's scene. Like when women get get if someone goes down on them. It's like really like sensual and like cute and stuff. But when because women everyone knows men, that's like, the it's like, best thing in the world. It's like gross. I mean, I just get caught up with like how in that I'm talking about Carrie now, like yeah. how is she still talking? Oh, I know that just every time oh, I get really caught no. up. No, you know what I mean? Like, 
it sounds yeah. like, like she sounds like the mo- the least comfortable blowjob w- 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 scene. Like how? Ever. Like where? I don't know. Where I just keep thinking does, about this Amy Schumer joke that she has in her new special on Netflix, where she's like, if you've given a blowjob that morning, it doesn't matter like how long in the day it's been. At some point, you'll just be like, <laughs> I'm, fi- I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> oh my god! I'm fine. And just like the Oy. whole day, just feel it in the back of your throat. And I'm like, yeah, oh, I get man. that. Oh, no. I get that. <laughs> That's a bummer. Well, that wraps it up for today's Lady Bits. This month's special guest, Michelle Pokopek, is going to be on tour this month um, with the Georgia Ensemble Theater performing in James and the Giant Peach. So for all you listeners out there who have little ones, uh, they may be getting a visit from the Georgia Ensemble Theater if you're in the uh, Georgia metro Atlanta area. And uh, if you'd like to find out more about what Michelle is up to, she is a very prolific actor working at various theaters throughout town. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram at Pokapec. So that's P-O-K-O-P-A-C. Um, she's got a very active Instagram, um, posts a lot of fun backstage pics of what she's up to. And uh, she's a great actor. So check her out on Instagram at Pokapec. If you're not already subscribed to our Vimeo channel, uh, you're missing out on some great stuff. Uh, we've got a Vimeo channel. You can find us at vimeo.com backslash critical crop top. That's all one word. Um, there you can find, um, you can see Michelle, this month's special guest. Um, she was in a film of ours called 80s Dating Video Remix. That is on our Vimeo channel. You can also see PYT's web show and our latest film, Dick Pick Professional, uh, written and directed by Sarah Hodges and starring our very own Hilary R. Heath. So check us out on Vimeo. We're very excited to announce that coming soon this summer is the critical crop top summer of sketch. Um, if you have been missing, if you missed out on our last sketch show in the fall, uh, guess what? You've got many opportunities to check us out. We've got three different shows going up this summer. The first one starts in June. Uh, so for more information about the Critical Crop Top Live Sketch Show coming to you, Atlanta, um, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. That's where you'll get all the details that you need to know about the show. Um, it's very easy to find us. We're just at Critical Crop Top on all of those things. So follow us, find out what we're up to, and uh, come see us live uh, when we perform this summer in the Critical Crop Top Live Sketch Show. We'd like to thank, once again, our fiscal sponsor, C4 Atlanta, uh, for all the great work they do in this this community. Thanks to C4 Atlanta, um, we are now able to accept fully tax-deductible donations in the form of money or, or in-kind donations. So if you've been enjoying our show and you would like to know more about how you can help us uh, keep all this great programming coming to you, uh, you can visit our website at criticalcroptop.com click the donate tab um, and there you'll be taken to a page that will give you all the necessary information, including a brand new button that will take you directly to our Amazon wish list where uh, you can help us um, make some slight equipment upgrades or you can even buy uh, one of the films uh, that uh, we will watch for the podcast this year, thereby like a puppet master of fate determining which film we will do next. So anything you buy off the wish list is tax deductible as well. So please visit us at criticalcroptop.com. Click the donate button. And um, thank you for listening and thank you for your continued support. You can subscribe to this podcast, Feminine Mistake Podcast, on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I think that's what they're calling it now. Uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, uh, what, whatever your pleasure. Um, I think they're transitioning the name there. Uh, Stitcher 
Uh, you can also find us on SoundCloud. Um, and uh, if you subscribe to us, then you'll never miss an episode, including next week's full-length discussion about the film She-Devil. Whew, what a heck of a movie that was. Uh, we've got a lot to say about it, so I hope you'll come back and join us next week. And until then, um, if you've got a nervous breakdown that you would like us to read on the show, or if you've got anything that you would like to say about She-Devil, you can send uh, any correspondence to feminine mistake podcast at gmail.com. Woo!